Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. This week on the show, World Series Showdown to see which city is atop the sports world, L.A. or Tampa Bay. Plus, Bill cuts a deal he can't honor. Nick Saban and Alabama test <laughs> negative for an upset by the dogs. The Big Ten is back. And Dale Mabry just isn't Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And more. But first, let's meet the boys. I'm Sean Carpenter, Columbus, Ohio. Let's go down to Bill Risser in St. Pete, Florida. Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, and Anthony Malafronte in Tampa, Florida. Around the horn. Bill, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, Sean. I love the new opening. Fantastic. Um, I, I, well, although I your headlines, right? That's good, Yeah, right? I love it. I love, I love the way that works. Uh, it's like a cold open, you know? Keeps them intrigued. I love it. Um, can't wait for, uh, what, what, two and a half days away from Nirvana, golf Nirvana. Um, but, uh, but going backwards in time, which is what we're supposed to do with this segment, you can tell I'm drinking beer already is, um, I, uh, had a great weekend. Uh, Sean, I was four over through 12 holes. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. And then I was nine over on the next six. That's pretty bad, right? We we had a similar finish, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but had a great time. Look, it's, uh, one of the nicest things about golf in the I'm finding out in the fall in Florida is golf, the golf course we play, which is a bog all summer long from the heavy rain, uh, mo- just nonstop rain. They just keep in the courses in a, in a lower area, a swampy area. Boy, and Anthony will attest to this. It was in great shape. It was dried out. The grass was perfect. The rough was playable. Everything was beautiful. Uh, so it's a wonderful time here, and it's just almost fall. We get close, and then it heats up again. So it's going to be here maybe by the time we get back home next week. Nice. How about you, Todd? Hey, uh, first of all, I'd like to open Bill. We had a deal. We made a deal, and I'm sure we'll get into I it. Know. So we, sorry. We had a deal. So it's okay. Let's say we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, I owe you. Yeah. Super uh, good weekend, um, except for – Every team I root for lost. So other than that, um, it was a great weekend. Actually uh, played back-to-back. Um, Bill, get ready to laugh. Pickleball on Saturday and Sunday. Played about six hours this weekend. That's why I'm a little uh, I'm a little ruddy in the, in, the, in, the, in the cheeks, right? Um, and believe it or not, I'm going to join. At the uh, upper, upper or lower cheeks? Sorry. I'm sorry? Upper <laughs> or lower cheeks? Uh, I got gotcha. you. Very good. Uh, upper, sir. Upper. Um, <laughs> and gonna, gonna, gonna get back into tennis. Gonna, gonna join a USTA league was invited, uh, by, uh, by a guy in the neighborhood. So I'm going to get back into uh tennis, which I haven't done in a while. Um, really love pickleball, but, uh, Did, wanna, wanna do you have to go through, the... you have to go through a pickleball quarantine to get back in like for 12 days, you nope. got to quarantine yourself with it on a tennis court. Okay. Nope. Nope. We're all good. The courts are uh, right next to each other. So yeah. All right. All, again, all good. Can't, uh, can't complain. Um, other than I woke up a little, went to bed and woke up a little salty, um, last night and this morning, but, uh, life goes on, right? Life goes on. Mal, what about you? That was a good week. Good weekend. As Bill said, West Chase was in great condition. The game is, uh, rounding into shape nicely. Very honestly, I can't think of anything else except for Thursday morning getting in the, the car and driving to Pinehurst and spending uh, four days just playing golf and hanging out. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a ball. My mind is uh, already there. So you've already in your mind have gone to Carolina? I've <gasps> gone to Carolina in my mind. Oh, baby. my God. 
Now, just you know, a little aside, I told you guys I was doing a little car shopping. Who had A25, Bill? Did you have A25? Yeah, I had A23. For the first pun? Yeah. Okay, rats. For the, for the first pun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> under. Under by two minutes. <laughs> under, okay. Um, but I I worked out a great deal and bought a car today. Nice. Wow. Yeah. What'd you get now? I bought a, a Volkswagen Tiguan. Okay. Oh, crossover, nice. Yep. I need something to put the dogs in and... Uh, it's uh I you know I don't need to get into all the gory details, but uh I got a pretty good deal. So it's um that was but it's a that's a painful process, boys. Did you newer, did you buy it from the guy? Did you buy it from the guy that called you stupid twice? I did not. Okay, I good. did not. Good, good. Okay. No, but his 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 sales associate to his credit did call me today and apologized again for the way his manager spoke to me. Nice. Um, so uh, we won't we won't mention any names, but uh, good call. I bought I bought it at a different dealership, uh, <laughs> but it was. Uh, um, it, I'm glad it's over. To be honest, very glad it's over. Yeah, well, it's just it's courtesy. It's it's little things. It's remembering people's names. It's uh, you know asking what what the what the desired result of the customer is. So good job, Mal. And uh, was it new or pre-owned? It's a it's a pre-owned. I don't buy. I, I'm a I'm a Dave Ramsey disciple. I don't buy new cars. It's okay. uh, two years old, low miles. It's got almost everything I want in it, but the best part about it was the price. Uh, A-track, Mel? A-track? Yeah. No A-track. No A-track in this one. Ooh, no, auto-reverse cassette. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sean, to your, to your point, yesterday at Publix, while well, I went to grocery shop to made uh, for a little dinner, Two people, when I called them by their names, one of them thanked me for using his name. And the girl that checked me out asked me, how do you know my name? I said, well, it's on your public's name tag. Oh, my God. Right? She'd been there all day. I said, how many people have called you by your name today? She goes, you're the first one. And the mm-hmm. little girl had such a smile on her face. And I thought of you literally as I was walking out of Publix. I thought of I thought of all four of you, all three of you actually, but wow. it was just like it was, she was like, "How did you know my name? That name tag that you're wearing, my dear." Great. Hey, Todd, have you ever point. been anywhere with Sean where he didn't address someone that he was was helping him by their name? Always. I, I met right? Sean. In, I met Sean in 1988. So right. Um, yeah. And you've yes. always heard him use the name of the person that that's helping him in some way, shape, or form. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, to his credit, um, even when they don't have name tags, he would remember uh, we'd go to our favorite haunts um, and, and he would know them by name. So, yep, absolutely. Yep. Awesome. And we get to do it all again this week. So, hey, guys, good weekend for me. <laughs> I played, uh, played golf on Sunday. Our course was closed on uh, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday because of the state championships for D2 is at Ohio State. Uh, the guys play Scarlet, the girls play gray. And then this week it's closed, but I'm out of town anyway. But we did get out on Sunday for a nice quick two and a half hour round. Um, Bill, much like you, uh, started with a birdie, should have ended with a birdie, hit it four feet on 18 and missed it. Uh, shot 78 with four doubles, par 70. Uh, just brutal. Two bogeys, yeah. two birdies, and four freaking doubles. And every one of them was like one bad swing that just, you know, like the second shot – like I 
you know, couldn't get out of the rough on one and, you know, and then hit in the bunker and it's just miserable. So uh, looking forward to uh, guys, we just, we, including Scotty here, uh, he's not on the call, but we need to, uh, if, if one of us is having a good round, we just all got to say, stay focused, stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. It ain't going to happen. All right, boys, let's talk sports. Uh, we're dwindling down on, on the number of uh, activities, but the ratcheting up the, the impact. Let's start with the World Series. Um, we had two incredible series, ALCS, NLCS. I mean, if you're just a fan of baseball, um, you couldn't ask for more uh, the way the, the ebb and flow of the series. Uh, let's start in the American League. I, I could have asked for more. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, um, let's start in the American League. Uh, Tampa Bay jumps out to a 3-0 lead and then almost becomes the second team to give up a 3-0 lead with the Yankees. Um, Bill, let's start with you. The, uh, the series, Tampa Bay wins it on a, in a clutch game two, two nights ago, right? They, they, they clinched yep. it Saturday night. Saturday night. Um, mm-hmm. Just your thoughts on, on kind of what you saw, the pitching, the, the hitting, the, the base running, because we'll talk about that on the National League side. Um, mm. Just kind of Charlie, the intangible. <clears throat> Charlie Morton. Mr. Clutch, right? Mr. Game Seven, Mr. Everything in the postseason. That was unbelievable performance yep. to uh, to shut down. I mean, when you, it's because we've seen the Astros so much over the last three or four years in the postseason. You know that team. Right? You see these guys coming up, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Springer, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley. It just keeps going, right? Correa. And even Gurriel, like in the seventh spot, you've seen him do other things in other times where he's hit home runs and he just had a bad, had a bad postseason, but it just goes on and on, you know, with this talent and, um, and Morton just shut him down. It was great. You know, and to be honest, you know, uh, but five and two thirds innings, um, no earned runs. He was just, uh, perfect. And, and, and once you can do that and then get a little bit of a lead, you know, it's just, that's the comfort zone for the Rays, right? A, a, a nice starting pitching effort, get a, a couple of runs on them, and then let the bullpen take over. It was a classic Tampa Bay Rays win, you know, and, uh, and a lot know, of fun I think, to watch. Mel, I want to go to you because I think the thing about this team that makes them so lovable is that you really don't know who's going to step up each night, but it's, and even then you still have to check your program, so to speak. You got a Rosarena, <laughs> you got Kevin Kiermeyer, you got J Man Choi. Uh, you got the shortstop who's got just an incredible range. Willie Adamas. Um, yep. Oh my gosh. He's, you know, he's fun. And then your, your catcher Zunino, I mean, Gator strong, um, mm. you know, just, just great. Mal, just your thoughts on this, this, this team of, so to speak, uh, you know, kind of like a Island of misfit toys, but they're just playing so good. <laughs> you know, Sean, to you, I, they think of themselves exactly that way. If it's not me, it's going to be somebody else. Their their depth, they rely on each other. Even the way they talk about it, right? Kevin Kiermaier after the game spoke about it. The pitchers all speak about the fact that it doesn't have to be all me. It's all of us, right? And to me, that's 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 the beauty of baseball, right? It, it's it's a team game. The defense has the ball. They play spectacular defense. They're not the best hitting team on the planet, but they have great pitching and they play great defense and they all believe in one another. And Kevin Cash has done an amazing job. Uh, Tampa Bay is very excited. We still have the, the, the 
the opportunity to have three championships in one city. Mm. Uh, mm, mm. I don't know if that's ever happened, to be honest, but it would be certainly nice to have it here. As does LA. That's why I brought it up in the close or in the opening because LA, you know, won the Lakers and the Dodgers now and, and the Rams, you know, who knows uh, what they might do. And even the chargers could go on a run, but, um, <laughs> but let me go back to you for a second before I, I bring Todd in um, American league with it, with a, with a dozen a hitter yet dusty Baker and cash manage that series like a national league game. Would you guys, would you agree with me? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Because it's small ball in game six. Yeah. And, and, and overall with the, even though the Rays exploded with a bunch of home runs, I mean, Rosarina is just amazing, right? He, he to, to do what he's done is, was just a, a bolt out of the blue. Um, but, but that's not who the Rays are to be honest. I mean, normally during the season, they, they were, you know, moving the guys over, doing that sort of a thing. It's always been, they're just look $60 million payroll. <laughs> you don't have a ton of bombers on that team. Um, by the way, the Dodgers pushing 240 million payroll. So it's going to be um, a lot of fun to watch how that plays out. But, but I agree with you. It, it does feel like national league and Dusty Baker, hell, I mean, the guy grew up in the national league. So he, it makes sense for him to play that way. Um, but, but I think that's a great, um, a great pickup on your part. It felt like it was uh, kind of a National League style game, old school National League style. It's fun. You know, there was a few double double switches throughout. You know, the, the yeah. way they just managed the the batting or the, the the pitching rotation. And listen, I think you know, was Cash the manager when they started doing the inverted lineup where they did like That's the relievers first mm-hmm. yeah. so, starter so, openers. So, you know, it, it, these guys coming in for. And in like the third or fourth, it doesn't really mess them up. And and I think the defense plays to it. Um, you know, we, we saw a couple times where the hitting on both sides was really good against the shift. I mean, Springer and uh, uh, Correa, just yep. two clutch hits where they just held their hands so far in front of the bat just to make sure it went to the right side and it was in the gap. Todd, what was your thoughts just watching that series – almost as a either a, a nightcap or a prelude to your your games. Yeah, so um listen, both these both uh Mal and Bill, um big fans. I have a brother that lives in Tampa. Um love the way that Dickie V is is uh just waving the flag on, on social <laughs> media. So um I had a and with all due respect to uh, your buddy, Ryan Bocross, um, I do not like the Astros. So made it even easier to root for the Rays, right? So I had a lot of, I had a lot of positives going and I had um, the Astros can't, can't root for those guys. Right. Um, so what a, what a great series and, and um, really gutty by, by the Rays to be up 3-0 and momentum, such a fickle thing in baseball. Real, I've never seen a sport. Um, well, that's, that's a little over the top. It seems like baseball momentum plays a huge, huge, huge um, role. And you just need that first game. Um, we text back and forth. The first out, out is sometimes the hardest to get in the inning. Uh, the third out is certainly hard to get. So uh, happy for the Rays. Um, Bill, you, you inadvertently may have stole a little of my thunder, but prorated. Um, I was going to throw two numbers out, 26.3 and 28.7. And I was going to ask you guys, what do those numbers mean? Um, I'll still ask you, but uh, Bill alluded to it earlier is the hint. The average salary of the starting lineup. Now, 
26.3, I'm going to say, is is the uh, number of innings pitched by starters. <laughs> Bill's closer. 26.3 is the prorated 2020 salary of Clayton Kershaw and Mookie Betts. 28.7 is the salary of the Tampa Bay Rays. So if you're on the, on the fence on who to root for, how could you, how could you not pick the Devil Rays, right? How could you not pick the Devil Rays, right? So anyway, yeah, go, go, hey, go. Scott, uh, just, go I just want to point out as 16 Candles showed us, not all rich guys are assholes. Jake Ryan was a great dude who still hung out with Molly Ringwald at the end of the day. Um, oh, I, 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 I'm not, I, I don't, true. I don't hate Clayton or Mookie. Uh, Mookie yeah. seems like a, a great guy. He, we'll talk about him, I'm sure in a segment. And Clayton Kershaw, I, 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 uh, I actually feel for that guy um, with his postseason not great success. And then that controversy came out um, with me, you know, the, the, the beating of the drums, you just feel bad. Cause you know, all the money in the world, when he goes to bed at night in his nice house, a nice bed, he wants to win and he wants to win for the Dodgers. So yeah. um as my mom always said, you can't hug a dollar bill when you go to bed at night. So he, he wants those championships, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so Bill and, and Mal, before we, we turn over to the National League, uh, just your your thoughts on four games away from the Rays' first World Series championship. It's their second World Series that they got swept, I believe, in the first one, right? Against yep. St. Louis? Yes, they did. Uh, Philly. 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 Oh, Philly, that's right. Yeah. So just your thoughts, Bill. I mean, this is your – this is your sport really of all the sports. And this yeah. is really the first time your team's been this close. I, I, I know the, the, the Padres made it right. Um, yeah. Twice. And they got, uh, they lost four out of five to the Tigers in 84 and got swept by the Yankees in 98. So mm-hmm. you know how positive I am. <laughs> I'm like the uh, cooler. I'm the dark cloud when it comes to championships. So could it be two uh, in a row, Bill? Could it be two in a row? I, I don't know. I, you know, it, the Dodgers are a great team. They're a great team. Um, but, but man, the Rays just have that thing. It could be their year. It, it, it's happened before. The Marlins have two championships. So the Rays can get one. Um, and, and the Marlins did it the same way. They didn't have any payroll. Uh, they, they, you know, it was so I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I think my, um, expectations are tempered. I think it's, it's not, uh, I, you know, I just know it's going to be a long, tough road. So it should hey, Bill, be a lot of fun. Before I get Mal's thoughts, something you just said, um, when the Padres lost to the Tigers and were yeah. swept, yeah. Um, did the Tigers win it in San Diego? Uh, no, they won it in Detroit. Um, yeah, because I think the National – we had the first two home games because I think the National League um, won the – whatever it was – However, they were doing it at that time. We had it. It was just being rotated every year, I think. Back I just, in the 80s. It was probably like 81, 80, 82, 84. something like that. 84. 84, yeah. yeah. So the reason, I, the reason I remember that World Series is because the restaurant I worked at, Bill Knapp's restaurant, was based in Battle Creek, Michigan. And um, mm. there was a contest among all the employees, and you had to guess how many home runs the uh, Cubs, Tigers, Indians, or Reds. You had to pick one right. of the teams. And name how many home runs. That was their region, right? That was where they were had had shops. And I picked the exact number early in the season of the Tigers' home run. And the the prize was if you if you get if you're the winner, 
you got to go to game five of the World Series and it was swept. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, there, there was a game five. Maybe it was game six or something because there was yeah, a game five. Was, yeah. Somehow I missed out, but I, I I got the home run number right, 247 or whatever it was for the season. Wow. But yeah. Mal, your thoughts? Yeah, just, hey, real, real, real quick. Just to let you know the Padres luck in that. The year they played the Tigers, the Tigers started the season 35, 35 and, five. and 5. Yeah. They won 35 of their first 40 games. The year they played the Yankees in 98, they won 112 games. It was like the, the one of the, the greatest Yankee team of the Jeter genre, you know. So <laughs> and, those Padres had no luck. And I looked it up. Um, it was five games, and back then it was a two-three-two format. Yeah, so the Tigers had the middle middle three games. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow I I know I got screwed out of a World Series game that that year. Yep. Maybe it was year that makes sense. Uh, Mal, your thoughts heading heading into another? You know, we're going to be in in Piners watching. Well, it starts tomorrow night, right? Hey, yes, it does. Thursday, yes, it does. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's three games plus football. It's going to be a hell of a plus. We're plus Scotty, yeah, plus. Scotty's. We'll talk Scotty's UC Bearcats play the nightcap nine o'clock. Oh, nice. Damn, nice. Oh, All that'd right. be awesome. Well, Sean, my my simple thought just goes back to what we talked about when we were all without sports. We just wanted baseball to happen. We didn't care if it was. 85 games or 60 games, but we wanted it to happen. And to baseball's credit, the two teams with the best records in a shortened season are in the World Series. Um, So they both deserve the right to be there. All the teams had the trials and tribulations of COVID and, and, and delayed spring trainings and, and, whatever they had to do, these two teams played the best throughout the regular season and they deserve to be there. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I know my Rays are the underdogs, but I just have a feeling that their pitching and their defense are going to carry them through and I'm picking them in six games. Okay. All right, good. Let's let's turn to the National League. We had to get a, we had to get a, a dance partner for the Rays. Uh, I think those on the – on the podcast, we're hoping it'd be the Braves. Um, Todd, I, I I don't know what to say other than just this is the life of an Atlanta fan. Um, mm. You know, uh, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just I think it's something that Atlanta has kind of taken the uh, the, the the Red Sox uh, angst, um, or the Cubs, or the or the Padres, Indians, or San Diego. But, but they have they have won World Series. Um, so just your thoughts on. You know, it was a it was a back and forth. It wasn't a three nothing lead, but it was a two nothing lead. And then game three was you know easily forgettable with an eleven run first inning. Um, you know, but they got back on the horse. They they won the next game, Todd, three to one, and then lost three in a row. Um, just mm. just just all, we'll we'll let you have the mic here, Todd. Just your <laughs> overall just thoughts on. Let's just start with last night's game seven and and what happened early with the runs, you know, first inning that could have been different than the, than the bad base running, than the home runs to Kiki and. Uh, yeah. Who, who, who hit the game winner? Uh, Bellinger. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Cody. yeah. You, so you want, you you up, did you guys pick up when he hit that home run that in, as part of the celebration, he separated his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did uh, him and Kiki Hernandez did the bash brothers. I missed that. And oh, uh, it was yeah. smashed. It looked, looked like it hurt. Yeah. 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 It was I one missed, of the, I guess I missed, it was a, I missed that. 
I guess it was a Mel Gibson one that popped in and pop, pop right, you know, popped out, popped in. Um, oh, so you want specifically last night's uh, comments? Yeah, let's, um, let's start with yeah. last night, then we'll kind of just, you know, or let's so, do this. Todd, just give me your thoughts on, on Atlanta fan and what's Atlanta saying today. And then the, all four of us can talk about the series because it was a great series. It really was. I mean, you know, what we saw there, pitching, so, hitting, fielding. Yeah, so um, – Atlanta overall um, uh, is in love with this team, right? And they're so. Th- uh, this is a team, and, and put me on the clock, Sean. Um, give me the, give me the cut sign. But this is a team: Mike's Mike Soroka, Felix Hernandez, uh, Cole Hamels, Mike Fulton Evitz, and Sean Newcomb. That was their starting five when day one happened, right? Or when day one was supposed to happen. None of those five guys were around. So, so Max Fried stepped up, became the ace. Ian Anderson, he pitched in four games ever. And he was handed the ball game seven. And he had a great performance game too, right? Yes. Um, uh, Bryce Wilson won game four. Again, this is a kid that did not step foot on a major league baseball diamond. He was in the alternate <coughs> site all season long. And he was handed the ball in game four and pitched lights out, right? So um, future's certainly bright. Um, Brian Snitker is a, a lifetime minor league manager who, who finally got the opportunity. He turned 65 on, on Saturday. Everyone was hoping for uh, a birthday present. They'd win game six. Um, so listen, it's never easy to be up 3-1. Um, if you look at Atlanta's history, what they went 10 years in a row, they won the division. And, and failed to win a World Series. Mal, I have nightmares from 99 when they went up. They went to New York, Yankee Stadium, and went up 2 nothing. And they had Smoltz, Maddox, Glavin, all you know, ready to go. And they still found a way to, to lose that series. So, yeah, certainly, certainly painful. Um, but this is a team that exceeded um, expectations. I do agree with you, Mal. As painful it is, the two best teams are in the World Series. Um, but – Man, the Braves, um, they, they were close. They were close. Um, so, yeah, certainly painful. But overall, a lot of loves uh, from the city of Atlanta and the Braves fan are, are outpouring of these guys, the Max Freeds, the, the Freddies, the, the Dansbys of the world. Um, easy team to root for. Um, so, anyway, yeah, game seven, nope. we, can get into, we can get into that and uh, yeah, let's, dissect we'll that. We'll come back more. to that. I was going to get Bill saw because, Bill, you're, you're a National League guy through and through. I mean, that yeah. was – as good of a national league series yeah. as I can remember. I mean, just the way the, you know, two, nothing, then a blowout game. There's always the one kind of weird game. And then just every other game tight down to the wire pitching move here, an error there, a, a, a great catch here, you know, you know, like the only, the only uh, national league championship series I, I come back to would be the 1984 Padres Cubs when it was only best of five, but because of the lights at Wrigley, they that's, had to, that's the series I missed. If the Cubs would have gone to the World Series, or if the Potters would have gone, I would have won. That's that's what it gotcha. was. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. you know the ability for the pods to go down 0-2 at Wrigley, and they played the final three games in San Diego because of the light situation, uh, and uh, they didn't have lights at the time, <laughs> so it it, it actually. Um, you know, for the Padres to sweep them in San Diego and, and move on to the World Series, that was pretty special. But I'll tell you what, Todd, the uh, the 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 Braves are going to be around for a long time. This is going to be the second edition of that 
1990s uh, Braves team. Yeah. And I think the Padres have put themselves in a place they haven't been in a long time either. And that's, they've got this great nucleus and a smart GM, you know, just kind of like same thing here in Tampa where the, there's no payroll, but you figure out a way to build from within and maybe, maybe assign one big player like a Machado. Um, mm. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those two teams going forward. Um, you know, that's my, I think that's the solace and that's the takeaway is that is a really good team. And it was some amazing young pitching and like you, you had it before Glavin Smoltz Maddox, you know, I mean, it was, yeah. and the yeah. occasional John rocker, whatever I said that out loud, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and two things before you turn over to Mel, um, two things, uh, Bill, Bill, remember how disappointed I was when they didn't re-sign Josh Donaldson last year, right? Yeah. Azunia just cares? fits into that team uh, so yeah. Awesome. well, Yeah. him, right. Albies, Acuna, um, yeah. Yeah. Johan Camargo, great. So I don't think there's a chance that they re-sign him. I'm hoping he takes less money because he loves Atlanta so much. But realistically, <laughs> I, I think I think he had a monster year and he'll probably have a big contract elsewhere. Um, the second thing is Adam Duvall tearing his oblique, I think, really hurt. They lost they lost a lot of power. Markakis, I love Markakis. I think he's on the back end of his career. I would have loved him and as the pinch hitter in the seventh inning, needing that big hit. Um, but playing the everyday, I think missing Adam Duvall um, hurt him in the series. So yeah. anyway, Mal, your thoughts on on just the overall series? And we'll, I want to talk specifically about Game Seven. Yeah, I I, I hearken back to what Bill just said. Uh, of all of the teams that made the playoffs this year, the Braves and the Padres have a team that is going to be together and will be back next year, probably stronger than they were this year and take almost, and you can maybe say the athletics, but they're not that good. Maybe you could say the white Sox, but they're not on the same level. Um, the Yankees, the Astros, uh, you know, and then go to the national league, the, the Cardinals, the Marlins, you know, none of the, the Cubs, none of those teams, have the the youth nucleus and the pitching uh, that the Padres and the Braves do. So if I was a Padre fan or a Brave fan, I'd be pretty excited. I think I'd be pretty excited if I was a White Sox fan, especially if they get Tony La Russa to be a manager. Uh, so uh, now there's there's a bright side for both of those teams, more so than really even the two teams that are in the World Series. Yeah. So let's talk game seven, guys. It is the ultimate in sports. It was kind of the tale of a typical game seven. Um, Braves start out, you know, uh, the, the big redheaded pitcher can't find the strike zone. Dustin uh, May. Yeah. Dustin yeah, May. Me. You know, he's big. He throws just fire. I mean, I think his lowest pitch he threw was 96. Um, mm. You know, walk the first two batters. Um they score, but they only scored one. And they then then Dansby Swanson hits a bomb to take it up two nothing. Uh, Dodgers come back. Got, look, I wasn't a huge Dodgers fan, and I, I don't think I still am. But just looking forward to the World Series. Listen to this lineup and tell me where the easy outs are, Bill. Mookie, Betts, <laughs> I know this lineup well. No, Mookie Betts, lineup well. <laughs> Corey Seager, no, Justin Mookie. Turner, no, Max Muncie, no, Will Smith, Meh. Cody Bellinger. No. AJ Pollock. No. Jock Peterson. No. Chris Taylor. Or the no. only two you sub out would be instead of instead of uh 
Jock Peterson, you bring in Kiki Hernandez. No. Or instead of Chris Taylor, you bring in Austin Barnes. Where's no. the easy outs there, Bill? Way to, way, to, way to pump me up before the World Series, Sean. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, it's, you're right. Hey, money buys a lot of really good players. That's all I got to yeah. say. You know, we got the West the Coast guy. version of the evil empire, right? <laughs> Corey Seager, Max Muncie, Will Smith, Kiki Hernandez. I, you know, I mean, it's like these guys are like a, a gang on 90210. And, um, <laughs> but so good. But, you know, there's probably someone in LA doing a podcast right now saying Rosarena and these, you know, like you no, guys have a health. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, the- no, I'm going to tell you right now. The only reason the only reason anybody knows his name or Rosarena is because he hit seven home runs so far in the postseason. He's gonna hit more, probably. Um, but I'm telling you, other than Blake Snell, mm. I don't think anyone else in the country knew a name on the Rays prior to the postseason starting. Kiermeyer, you think maybe because he's been there since 2012 or 10, but no, no, no one knows Kevin Kiermeyer, but the people in Tampa. It is the biggest collection of of um parts and pieces that all came together and they all just work together. I mean, Sutsugo, they picked up from Japan this year. Who knows him? And, and, you know, and G-Man Choi, the only reason you know him is because he's our big lovable teddy bear that likes to always fall over with every ball he catches at first. Watch closely when G-Man's at first. He never ends up on his feet after he makes a catch. He always does something <laughs> where he's on his knees or he falls over. He's just great. It's just, it's just a team of, like you said, Island of Lost Toys. Or misfit toys that Misf- yeah. play well, yeah. so yeah. play well together as a team. Um, it's fun to watch. Your, what Mal last night? I mean, you watched the game. You you stayed in with it. Todd was obviously dying with every pitch. Um, <laughs> you know, where where yeah, did I you did. think? It, did you did you think the base running error in the fourth the base was, running? They were deflated after that. Uh, that double play, that zero out, double play. zero outs, runners at first or, or second and third, right? Zero outs, bases loaded. The pitcher kind of on the ropes a little bit. He wasn't looking very good. No, it was, um, it was running the first and second. Pass sec- ball gets to the second yep. and third. They did not have to go right. on contact. That was that was a bad call by right. some coach. Yeah. You know? They yes, I think he kind of went. It looked like he went on his own, but Maybe. that deflated the Braves. They they were not the same after that. Yeah. I mean, they, did they have? Did they? They didn't put another. They didn't put two men on base after that. In they did. They had one base runner after that. Yeah. Right. the game. Yeah. They literally stopped. I don't want to say they stopped playing, but it deflated them. It deflated everybody who was watching the game, to be honest. It did me. Well, hey, listen, I'm uh, I'm not blaming anyone. Again, nice young team. Um, one plate is not defined a seven-game series. Um, I think Dansby made a mistake in that it was a contact play if the balls hit from shortstop over to first base, right? That on contact, you go. So maybe he misread the the angle. Maybe he, but he went, got caught in a pickle. But the following two things that happened is what drove me crazy. And again, I didn't like Dansby's decision, but hey, he made a mistake. Um, Austin Riley needs to stay on second base or immediately go to third when they're in the pickle to make Give up the, a run. The guys make a decision, out. right? Give, Either they're gonna they're gonna get him out at third and let a run score, which they never do, or get Dansby your save at third. And then how does Mark Kakis just end up <laughs> on first, right? After yes. all that, he's standing on first. And literally so, there's yeah. five guys, the five or six Dodgers are over in the rundown. So there's yeah. nobody on second base. 
so I, I can't blame one play we talk about all the time. One play does not define anything, but that's certainly um, <laughs> it's up there, right? It's the, it's the, it was the most pivotal play of, of the entire series. Um, and, and I agree it deflated the Braves maybe, but I think uh, conversely, I think it uplifted the Dodgers. All of a sudden they're like, man, yeah. we're out of a jam. Let's go. Yeah. Cause I don't think the Braves quit trying after that. I don't think it, it deflated it because they're, you know, missed an opportunity, but they kept swinging, they kept grinding, they kept fighting. But the Dodgers, I think, were like, oh, baby, here's here's our opportunity. We got out of a pickle. Because I was thinking, I mean, Jenny and I were watching that last night. I was like, let's put three, four, five on the board, right? Second and third, nobody out. Let's, let's put inning, three, right? four, yes. five. You, exactly. Crooked inning. One I would have lived with, but I wanted, you know, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted 11 that the Dodgers put on the Braves in game three. But, woo, that didn't happen, did it? So, yeah, it was, it was extremely pivotal. Well, before we get to our our World Series, uh, quick uh, thing. Let me let me share this quote with you, Bill. I'm going to change the name of the team because I think this goes to what your uh, your coach needs to say to his guys. All right, now I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Rays. Leave no doubt. <laughs> As Coach Yost said, and remember the Titans. I was going to say oh, the boy. Titans. Yep. Uh-huh. Hey, Sean, not 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 to uh, and again, um, cut me off. Uh, I could talk about this for an hour, but um, as much as I hated Bellinger's slow walk to first after he absolutely crushed that ball, I've never seen a ball hit that hard in my life. Um, and it's funny when it's your squad. Shot was hit pretty hard too, and Dansby yeah, Swanson. He- he looked crazed. Hernandez looked crazed in the he dugout. After. Like he literally did. he was maniacal. Like I was scared. Um, and listen, uh, when it's, when it's a Cunha, when it's a Zunia, when it's my boys, it's okay. When it's the other team, you get so mad. Right. So when, when he literally was walking, I was like, ah, oh. but he crushed a ball. The, the, the heartbreaking part of all that is Chris Martin had been lights out all season, right? All season. It was two outs. I think it was two strikes. Literally, I'm sitting there going, one pitch, let's get out of this. Braves bats are due. And again, I heard the hardest crack of the bat I've ever seen in my life. And I think if there was a third deck, it would have gone up there, right? So you got to tip your hat. And, uh, you know, again, Braves didn't give up. They didn't quit. But that was another heartbreaking moment where eighth inning, you hit a ball that far, that loud, that deep, uh, and you only have three outs left. It's, It's tough to come back from that. Bill, quickly, your thoughts. Mal's already made his prediction. He said, Mal, did you say the number of games that you think the Rays? Six. six. He said six, yeah. I'm going, no? I'm rooting for the Rays in six. I'll, I'll take the Rays in seven. Todd? Every series, uh, they, they went the distance. <laughs> so, so, so listen, um, the, the Dodgers are arguably the best team in, in Major League Baseball. Um, and the Braves had them on the ropes and, and lost in seven games. I think Dodgers have the makeup and the, and the squad and the misfit uh, players. I think the Rays win, but I think it's going to be in seven games. I really do. Hmm. Rays in seven. I will be the uh, Dodgers top. in five. <sighs> Dodgers in five. That was my pick. Yeah. Dodgers in five. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. I'm not rooting for it. I just think this team is really, really good. Yeah. Um, I, look, I don't think anyone – outside of Tampa would be surprised if, if it's a four game sweep. Nope. But I also don't think anyone inside Tampa would be surprised if it's four game sweep the other way. Um, but hey, I'm just, 
I'm going to be a contrarian. I'm not rooting for it, but I'm going to pick the Dodgers in five. Hey, uh, Kershaw gets his Kershaw is he struggled in the postseason, and he's going to have two starts. I mean, does that mean he struggles in this World Series? Personally, for him, uh, you know, I'm rooting. He's a good guy, so I'm rooting for him. But he's he's going to be throwing the ball twice, and he's 500 at best in in the postseason, right? I see glass. Glass it, it, now it, starting for the Rays. Who's starting? It's I know I know it's yeah. I said it last night. Yes. I know it means little, but do you think there's anything to the fact that the 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 Dodgers have slept in a hotel room in in Texas ten days and they've played in that stadium now? They know all the bounces. I mean, look at how good Mookie Wilson played that defense there. Is there any edge there, guys? Before you or, answer that, we didn't answer. There's Mookie Wilson. Mookie, Mookie Betts defensively killed the Braves and Seager offensively killed the Braves. Those were the two. But yeah. go ahead and answer Sean's question. I think I think Betts on that bounce was great. A little bit of luck involved too. Because even I think everybody was kind of amazed it came off of that angle because that's not the typical angle. Like it doesn't normally do what it did for him. And so who knows? That could have been a little bit of um, you know skill, a little bit of luck. Uh, but there were lots of balls that bounced kind of back towards the infield, did some funny stuff in that corner. So – yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, Sean, I don't really think it matters at this point. Go ahead, Real quick, Snell, it's, I mean, it's Glass now and Kershaw in game one. Wow, two, two tall, tall throwers, yes. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Snell's going to go for in game two for the, uh, that means Morton's going to probably go three and seven, which I like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Hey, listen, if we can get game seven in the World Series, I, I'm all for it. I don't care who's playing, right? Yeah. Um, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, unless it's I, the Reds. Go ahead. <laughs> um, let's hit college football really quick. Last week, no Florida, no LSU. Here's the ranked teams that went down. Georgia, number three. North Carolina, I'll say an overrated number five, goes down and almost comes back to beat Florida State. Auburn and Tennessee both lose. Auburn on the road to South Carolina, bad loss. Tennessee at home. Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. And got blown out. Uh, bad loss, especially after coming off a loss to Georgia, Todd, yep. with Alabama coming in next week. Um, Yikes. Went from a excited after the first two games of the season to now probably going to be two and three. Um, well, let's, they, let's, they, they were the darlings, right? Uh, and rightfully so. Um, Jeremy Pruitt's done some good things there. Um, there I, think they, I think they have quarterback problems. Is I think that's a big issue. Um, so, uh, again – I'd be frustrated if I was a Tennessee fan, but I think the the blocks are being built and it's going to be good. It was just maybe they're a year or two early. Pump the brakes, as we like to say, right? Tennessee had to <laughs> yeah. pump the brakes, right? So, so love, no, love no, that Kentucky. Love that Kentucky did so great, right? I mean, yeah. Mark Stoops yeah. is a likable coach, and anyway, go ahead. Well, I just you know there's there was no real major upsets. Um, a couple of big big name teams had the week off. Um, you know, Florida and LSU. Uh, you know, a couple COVID cases uh, that changed things. Um, I, I guess the, the one game that was a, a team that was supposed to win 1-1, one, one, uh, Notre Dame 12-7 to seven over Louisville. They're number three in the country. Are they overrated, wow. guys? Yes. They, I, yes. I, think, I, think they, I think they are every year until they prove us wrong, right? And, and it's, uh, it's no knock to them. I just think – they're a darling and, and writers love to get them in, in the, in the conversation because they're a good foil, right? They're a good well, foil. They when have they been, the con- what, 
when have they been even close to winning a national championship? Was it Lou Holtz back in the nineties? They made the final four. A couple no, years ago and got they got by killed by Alabama. That doesn't count. Well, they're no, twelve they, and zero going into they got, it. They got beat by Clemson in the, in the in the final four. They got yeah. killed by 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 Alabama in the championship game during the BCS. Yes. Yeah. Brutal. And Georgia had a home and home with them, and Georgia beat them up early, but then they won mm-hmm. eleven straight, so they were eleven and one. Yeah, they're they're always in the conversation, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, yeah. And I think I think they're just a good foil. I think people want Notre Dame to be in the mix, right, for whatever yeah. reason. So to watch them to watch them lose. So that was right. that was the game. That was the game I just paid attention to. You know, just from a score standpoint. Um, you know, North Carolina on the Florida State side, Todd. Um, Florida State had a big lead. They choked it away. They North Carolina had three dropped passes, chance mm. to to get in position for a thing. Look, Notre Dame's got it, or Florida State's got to go to Louisville this week and win. They get back to three and three. Um, we'll see what happens. That, but that's that's a team I left. Um, pardon the expression, I left them for dead. Florida State, and so that's a huge win for that program. It really is. I mean, I I thought they'd go. You know two and eight or, you know, one and nine. And uh, now they're going on a Louisville team that hung with, with Notre Dame. Who knows what's going to happen. Right. Yep. So is we'll, we'll know if Notre Dame's good or bad with the result of Louisville, Florida state. So this hey, Sean, week, talking about, yeah, talking about the Georgia game, Georgia, Alabama game. It was, yeah, yeah, let's, let's hit on that. Good game. Great it was, game to watch. it was 24, 21 with three minutes left in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, Georgia was leading 24, 21. So that game, turned around in a hurry and that's typical Nick Saban, Alabama, wear them down um, second half, fourth quarter team. Um, but that's why Georgia, I think didn't drop as far as maybe people thought. I think they're fourth or fifth now. Um, so I, I know a lot of Georgia fans, Hey, you still control your own destiny. Went out, you'll see Alabama again. Um, you have a chance at it. So all hope is not, not lost. Uh, but wow. Alabama year after year, they just reload. Don't they? crazy yeah I, th- I think i think the key for kirby smart is going to be can he find a way to get look stetson bennett's not the first short quarterback kyler murray drew Brees, a lot of great quarterbacks frank tarkenton wasn't tall um he had i think six passes batted down including the the interception that happened at the beginning of the game after georgia made a pick on the first play of the game um that that that's something i'll have to figure out and i think did did, did it seem to me todd that Georgia was running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, and then they stopped running the ball. Then they were running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, stopped running the ball. And it just once once you got off that cadence, Alabama was able to just uh, you know drop eight deep and um, and pick apart Stetson Bennett's passing choices. Stetson Bennett is another a great story. Um, he was the fifth string quarterback yeah. coming into coming into fall. So uh, I truly think he's he's serviceable, doing a great job, but. Um, yeah, he, he's he's got some some work to do and improvement. He can't grow taller. That's you know that's that's tough. You can't coach that up. Um, but the thing is, is with coaches, I think they really and Mal and, and Bill, you chime in. Coaches want a balanced offense, right? They want 55-45 run pass. So I think it's in their DNA: the run of the ball, the run of the ball, the run of the ball. They're trying to set up the pass, right? So that's probably why they went away, you know, away from the pass. I'm sorry, away from the run. Um, I understand why they want to do it, but hindsight, you're like, you're, you're moving the ball running, just keep running. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's in an offensive coach's DNA to have a balanced attack. So I'm sure that's what they were trying to do. Right. Hey, here's a news flash. Um, Alabama once again, has two amazing wide receivers in Waddle and Devonte Smith. Holy crap. I mean, next man up, right. 
Oh my God. You know, last yeah. year they had rugs and they, you know, and, and, you know, and, and not to mention their running back Najee Harris and, and Mac Jones, you know, he's, he's not as flashy as Tua or Jalen. Uh, he's damn good. He's really good at throwing that deep ball. Hey. Um, and meanwhile, David Pollock, ex uh, Georgia ESPN analyst, called Stetson Bennett five foot ten in heels. Is what he said. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's fair, but it's funny anyway. Right? Before we get to the big boys, guys, uh, let's go this weekend in college football. Hey, the Big Ten's back. Nebraska plays at Ohio State. Ohio State number five. That's a series, though. <laughs> What's that? Nothing. We're good. It wasn't me. <laughs> now, Mel's going crazy. Look at him. Look at Mel Stacy. <laughs> uh, maybe you should run a Norton virus scan. Now, I don't know. Um, North Carolina State. North Carolina. That's that's ranked matchup, Todd. Uh, Twenty-two yeah. versus fourteen. Notre Dame takes their number three ranking on the road to Pitt, a place where they've lost before. Uh, Pitt, wow. and Pat Narduzzi have a chance to maybe upset the Irish uh, or the Irish drop a bomb and, and, and show their, 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 their skills. Iowa state and Oklahoma state in the big 12, that's 17 versus six nightcap, uh, ABC game of the night, Michigan at Minnesota. That's 18 versus 21. That should be an interesting game. And then Bill and Mal, I, I know we're have, as we're, we'll be with Scotty Euler, um, number nine, Cincinnati versus number 16 SMU in the American athletic. Um, so that's your big games of the week. Todd Gators off again because of COVID. Yeah, uh, Missouri. Uh, did you see? How did UCF do last week, Sean? Sorry, uh, UCF lost. <laughs> UCF I think lost. I knew that was a loaded. That was a loaded about, question. I'm sorry. How about USF? <laughs> oh wait, they lost too. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yes, that I'll tell you. That's becoming one of those games, Todd. That whenever UCF plays Memphis, just chalk it up for a fifty to forty nine game or something like oh, that. Yeah. So it's gonna, oh, the, the over is like hundred and two, right? It's crazy. All right, let's talk NFL boys. Um, I want to start with I want to start with a, a game that I just I can't fathom a coaching decision that was made. Let's talk about Texans Titans. Oh wow. Uh, Texans Titans Titans are winning the whole game. Deshaun Watson kind of goes off and brings them back, takes the lead. Uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee goes down scores. They score at the end of the game to go up 7. Extra point takes him up eight. Romeo Cornell decides to go for two. I get the play. If it's nine points with two minutes left, hard to score twice. Goes for two, doesn't get it. Leaves Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry a chance to go down and basically tie the game, not have to bring in a two-point conversion. Did you see the first play on that last drive? They leave Derrick Henry open on a screen. He goes, what, Mal? He goes 53 yards up the right sideline. Yeah, uh, they score. They kick the extra point. Win the toss. Drive down. Derrick Henry runs it in on a direct snap to win the game. Um, Titans five and zero. Here's what I don't like about it, Sean. Um, and Romeo, Romeo Cornell is a, is a veteran, right? He was on those Billichek. Uh, him and Charlie Weiss were the coordinators for Billichek back in the Patriots day. He's a defensive guy. He's a defensive, probably genius, right? And he's basically telling his team, I don't trust our defense to hold an eight-point lead. We need to go for nine. I mean, isn't that basically the message you're sending? I mean, the worst you can do with an eight-point lead is tie and go into overtime. You know, seven point, yeah, that was a head-scratcher for sure. And and I don't think it's a good message to send to your guys that I don't trust an eight-point lead. We're going for nine. 
Bill, from a fantasy standpoint, how good is Derrick Henry? <laughs> well, oh. yeah, he, he, he's, a, he's good enough to be the MVP of the NFL at this point. Right now, if you were to season ended today, there you go. If the season ended guy, today, right? you might have a running yeah. back as an MVP, and that doesn't happen very often. He is amazing. Yeah. So big, you know, catching passes, running, everything. It's uh, What was the stat in the last six years? Three 200. There's been six 200-yard rushings. Henry yeah, seven, the yeah. NFL's had the only three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Amazing. Who, who has a better stiff arm than him? Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he's, a, yeah. he's a beast. Can you imagine trying to tackle him? I mean, these cornerbacks on a sweep. Can you imagine just trying to tackle him? Be it, it, memories a of uh, right? Earl Campbell. When he Earl was Campbell, yeah. Oiler. That's great. Same great comparison. Yeah. yeah. God, let's give yeah. some love. The, uh, the Falcons coaching change and just come out on fire in Minnesota. Uh, dropped 40 points. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones looked like they were having fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, pressure's off. Um, you start 0-5, you make a coaching change, those guys' pressure's off. I think they're fortunate. I don't think Minnesota's a very good team at all. It, they were 1-4. Um, so it was probably just what the doctor ordered, a good good opportunity. But, hey, just, you know, you got a new coach, interim coach. As you say, have fun. I mean, this is, you know, they, they got a chance to put a couple games together and, and see what happens. Um, yeah. I don't think an 0-5 team has a shot at making the playoffs. But, you know, you got to play 16 games, so you might as well play them all. Mal, take oh, you're right, through. Bill. Owen, Owen, Owen four bills the kiss of death, right? Owen take five. Your Owen four. With your G-men getting that incredible win in one of the most epic games of all time versus the Washington football team. <laughs> epic of all time. <laughs> we got a victory. We're happy with that. I'm not going down the epic road just yet, but you know, they they won a game they should have won. Right? Right. Very honest, right? And they Really tried like heck to give it away in the fourth period, but they still won. Uh, um, and uh, they're not the worst team in New York. They're not the worst team playing at the Meadowlands. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they they play hard for their coach because this, you know, this, they're one and five, and they could have had a couple of more victories with a, a few breaks. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic – for yeah, them, whereas the, way, the Jets haven't been close to a victory, so that's the yeah. Jets are terrible. The Jets are down. I mean, they got their butts handed to them yesterday. It wasn't even. It wasn't. It wasn't any fun to watch. The Jets uh, have Joe's, a fifteen percent chance of going zero and sixteen. That's the latest that's from all. the from the computer. It's only yeah, but that's hard to do. It's just as it's almost as hard as going sixteen right. and zero. So Bill Simmons <laughs> podcast and with cousin Sal, that you guys know who that is. Yeah, they were oh, talking yeah. about. They should just let the Meadowlands draft Trevor Lawrence, and he plays all-time quarterback for the Jets or the Giants. <laughs> he just stays home each week. He never leaves New York. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, remember Little League? You'd be all-time QB, yeah. and you would just yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mal, another game you probably had your eye on out of the corner of your eyes in that same 1 o'clock window. Uh, Ravens were killing the Eagles, and yes. then the Eagles – kept coming back and kept coming back. And I don't know what the Ravens were doing, but it was, it was was they literally had a chance – to tie the game, if not for one of the worst two-point conversion calls you've ever seen. <laughs> that was terrible. Ugh, just gave their there, team no chance. No Philly uh, special, huh? Just didn't, yeah. didn't have it in them. <laughs> Dealers killed the Browns. They were horrible. Bears win. Bears are 5-1, and one, guys. Mm. Legit. And now yeah. with – Patriots should have beat – I mean, uh, the, the, uh, with the Packers. Bucks should have beat them. That's all right. 
Yeah. Four and two is still not a bad record in the NFL, right? Yep. No. First place. Um, yeah. Lions go Jaguars, Dolphins win, Buccaneers. Let's talk about the Buccaneers game, guys. The Battle of the what? Bay. Well, what? What? This is adding to to, to Todd's misery. Well, where uh, where I got to it's watch bad, all my it's teams. It's been a bad weekend, boys. It's been a bad <laughs> all the teams. I rooted, <laughs> all the teams I rooted for won. <laughs> look, look at it. Look at my shirt I'm wearing. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know. I mean. Yeah. Ouch. So so, um, Bill, we, we we made a deal. Um, yes, we did. The Packers were up ten nothing, Cart. Yep. And uh, I, I, I told I, Bill, I said, I saw it. I said, I, I noter, I, I said, notarized hey. it. <laughs> I said, I said, hey man, I'll let you win this game. I'll let the Bucks win. Like I have control. Just right. promise the Braves will win, and, and Bill promised. And uh, I did. Wow. I did. Wow. A deal's a deal. I think I said. And uh, <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Right? Did you hear my opening tease? I said, I did. Yep. Bill, Bill makes did. a promise. I, I did. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then the, the 49ers uh, kind of, you know, they blew out the Rams. The Rams come back and they only lose by eight. But um, interesting. How about tonight's game? Todd, let's talk about the Bills. Sure. Why not? Yep. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was 13-10, you know, going to the half. And in fact, they missed a field goal to tie it up. It could have been a whole different game. I'll talk about it. Chiefs are a solid, <laughs> solid team, right? No. And Mahomes, <laughs> Mahomes is amazing. Um and the Bills are right there. I think they play hard. They're an easy team to root for. And I think they're just just off of being really good. I don't know what that extra piece Listen, is. They have the whole division in front of them. They got the Jets this week. Right. Um, the Patriots are not who the Patriots were. Dolphins you know, are up and coming, but they're beatable. How many years, think, how many years right? in a row have the Patriots won the East? 97, I think. Yeah. <laughs> 98, maybe. And they <laughs> lost at home. Yeah. They lost at yeah. home. Yesterday, yeah. which hasn't happened in to, a long to time. The Broncos, either. yeah, yeah. Hey, the late and, game, and John, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's not Dak Prescott, obviously, because the Cardinals are up fourteen nothing in Dallas. That's right. And Josh Allen is so Buffalo. He's just a hardworking blue collar. Just yeah, he he fits he fits the mold. But yeah, uh, fourteen nothing. You're right, Bill. In yeah. Arizona. All right, so let's talk. Uh, and, and so uh, let's look. Quickly next week, Todd, you hit the EPL, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Mal, on Thursday, we will let you out of the corner of your eye. Keep an eye on the Giants-Eagles game. That's a big 1-5 versus 1-4-1 one, one matchup. But the the winner takes a fucking stranglehold on the on the second place in the in the East. Uh, only two games back. <laughs> um, you got the Bengals-Browns, Lions-Falcons, Todd. Lions-Falcons, I think, are the same team. They just have different colored uniforms. Mm-hmm. Lions had a good victory this past weekend. They're, uh, they did. Uh, yeah. Here's the here's the game of the week. Uh, one o'clock, Tennessee noon kick in Nashville. Steelers Titans. Um, Tennessee's legit, boys. They are legit. Yeah. So are the Steelers. Yeah. As much as I hate to say that. Yeah, five and zero. Oh, they might uh, be the best team. In, they, they might, might be, be the best, best team football. I've seen so far. Yeah. 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 And that uh, who's the kid? Claypool. Unbelievable. Yeah, Notre Dame player, just the best. Steelers um, are the masters of the late round, late late round pickup of receiver that turns into a Antonio Brown, a JJ Smith Schuster, some dude named Claypool. <laughs> listen, really hey Mal, as I look at the schedule for next week, uh, listen that Thursday night game, G Men win that one, Cowboys <laughs> lose tonight. Somehow the the Washington football team beats the Cowboys next week in Washington. Your team's tied for first in the East. With a oh, two and five wins. record. 
We're not giving up yet, buddy. We can be the first team to win a Super Bowl with an under 500 record in the in the regular season. <laughs> Todd, how do you feel about the Aaron Rodgers 4-1 Packers going against Deshaun Watson in the must-win 1-5 Texans? Um, a great Listen, a great matchup of quarterbacks, two yeah. totally opposite teams, but we'll see what happens, right? I'm still a believer in the pack. You don't go it's hard to go 16 and 0 or 0 and 16 um in the NFL. They just ran into a buzzsaw called the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who were 4 and 2. They they have a couple losses behind them, but Tampa Bay's defense played great and uh Green Bay they're they're exposed on defense. Um that's yep. that's I I thought Aaron Rodgers could score 50 points a game um, and they, they scored 10. So, so if the offense isn't clicking, they're going to have long Sundays. So can the Bucs, can the Bucks have that, you know, championship level defense and we just turn Tom Brady into a game manager like Trent Dilfer oh. and win a Super Bowl? I mean, the right. Why not? Right? Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never know. And, and that brings us to Sunday night's game. Another thing to watch down in Pioneers, Buccaneers Raiders uh, <sighs> on Sunday night. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Should be fun. So, Todd, I know EPL had a couple of things, and then let's get out of here. Uh, EPL's it, it's young in the season. Um, I, I sent you all a, a direct message. I the saw strike uh, the West Ham versus. I mean, that was unbelievable, right? That's it's a beautiful thing. Um, Everton's, you know, Liverpool's crosstown rival rivals uh, the redheaded stepchildren. They're leading the league, um, and they they uh, they had a draw versus Liverpool. It was a it was a uh, derby. As, as we like to call it, um, a big robbery game. But um, Liverpool's in a little trouble. Virgil van Dyke, their star center back, um, tore his ACL. And uh, it was controversial because um, the keeper for Everton actually came out and would have been awarded a red card for his tackle on him. But VAR determined that there was offsides <laughs> during that play, so the red card was nullified. So the um, kick in the nuts was not a penalty. It was. It was. <laughs> not, it, was it was not a uh, not a penalty. My problem with VAR, especially in soccer, is literally if a guy's hair or shoelace is offsides, they're they have lines drawn on the screen, and guys will be level, and the spirit of the law is he's clean, and literally they'll show like his sleeve dangling offside and they'll call it. I, I hate, I hate how um, uh, precise it is. Right. I mean, I think there's gotta be a little human saying dude is not offsides. His, his Jersey's flapping in the wind. And also when you stop the moment, how do they know the moment they're stopping it is the actual time where the ball is crossed. Anyway, you know, my stance on VAR it drives me crazy. <laughs> I think 90, I think 90% of the time it works. I think 10% of the time it's horrible. So anyway, what was the game where the team scored three goals in the last 10 minutes and that strike to the top right corner? Oh, I think that was West Ham United uh, versus Tottenham. Tottenham. Tottenham's up three nothing. And, and in the last time, yeah. 10 minutes, last 10 minutes from the 80th minute on, uh, three goals scored by West Ham. So yeah, it's fun. If you're if you're bored on Saturday morning, don't want to watch game day, tune over to EPL on either NBC Sports Network or Peacock. They show uh, all the games there. All right, let's go around the horn. Uh, Mal, what do you got coming up this week? Uh, have a, a new build walkthrough tomorrow at 10 o'clock in Starkey Ranch for a great family from uh, the Philly area. 
We have uh, another walkthrough. Uh, we're going to get a, 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 a client's under contract down in a Fishhawk Ranch area in Waterset on Wednesday. Thursday, uh, my chauffeur shows up at, I think, about 6 a.m. <laughs> uh, the Yeti will be packed. The clubs nice. will be shined and cleaned. And uh, we're headed to... Uh, to Pinehurst, which is going to new be eggs awesome. in the new eggs in the box, right? Nothing not like bringing a dozen balls, you know, new balls. Yeah, yeah. You got, got your cigars got, packed, Mel. You got your uh, cigars. We're gonna we're gonna buy some cigars tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna buy some uh, Tampa uh, beers uh, tomorrow. Nice, uh, a whole case. Everything up. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a, a, a nice case of beers, and then you know I, I, to keep myself in this COVID moment, which is driving me nuts. We're only two weeks away from the masters, which I've found myself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's November 12th to the 15th. The masters is coming. It's not in springtime. It's going to be in the fall. It's going to be cold. I looked at the weather in Augusta and it's going to be cold. There are mm. going to be no patrons to speak of. It's going to be a master's unlike any others, and I'm really pumped for it. i got to be honest. Todd, how about you, bud? What do you got coming up this week? Awesome, man. Um, business as usual, uh, trying to close some jobs, uh, sell some discretionary work. Got a couple of visits lined up um, on Wednesday and Thursday. Really excited to, to get in front of some people. Um, of course, taking all the precautions that we talk about every time. So um, really looking forward to it. it it's awesome. Um, I had to remind myself to practice what I preach. Um, I told myself, no matter what happens, as long as we have a baseball season, I was going to be happy and let the chip, chips fall where they may. And last night from about midnight to about 9.30 this morning, I did not practice. I was salty. And then I had an epiphany. I said, man, I love this team. They're young. They, 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 they came so close. So rooting hard for, uh, for Mel and Bill. Uh, go Rays. Um, as we outlined before. And finally, I'll leave you this, Sean. I always tell you to uh, reach out to someone to just, you know, hey, see how they're doing. But um, this week, I needed someone to reach out to. And I made a phone call to a good friend, and it really helped me out. Um, something happened that that reminded me. Um, I, I can tell you guys. Uh, something happened to me that reminded me of my dad, right? So uh, I went to call Paul on my uh on my um, Bluetooth in my car and it said calling Poppy. So Poppy was, was uh, dad's name as a grandpa. Right. And I still have his number programmed in and it's just like hit me like a ton of bricks. Right. I was just so bummed out. And I immediately called, called Mal. And I'm like, dude, you got a minute. Let's just chat. And uh, he let me vent for about two minutes and it meant the world for me. So thanks Mal. I appreciate it. All's good. Um, so again, if you need, to just chat with someone. We got a lot of good friends, a lot of good network. It's what you guys do. All you do all day is network 24 seven. So utilize that in your personal life as well. And Bill, you get to follow that. <laughs> you go again every fucking week. Just, I just, we got we to gotta start flipping a coin for the final round. <clears throat> uh, so I have a, a great guest on the podcast tomorrow. She was, uh, she got her undergraduate from Tennessee and her master's from Kentucky. So how was she doing Saturday? <laughs> right. Her name is uh, yeah, Missy Bentley. She is a 
She's a hoot on Twitter. One of my favorite Twitter follows followers uh, right behind this guy, this silver haired Fox named Sean Carpenter. And, um, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to, uh, to, to listen to her episode tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. I'm interviewing, um, Rebecca Jensen on Wednesday, who is the CEO of MRED, which is like the Chicago mm-hmm. area MLS. Yeah, right. Really smart woman. I've seen her at MN Sean. She's great. I've seen her run some panels and moderate and stuff and excited to chat with her. Um, and like everybody else, man, uh, Pinehurst number two, Pinehurst number four, Carolina Country Club, a World Series to follow, uh, college football, pro football. Are you kidding me? Um, it's going to be no sleep weekend. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. It's like living in the East coast, watching sports, right? You just don't get oh, any sleep. Oh God. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'll be really honest. At one point in game seven, I looked at Cindy and I go, you know, there's a bright side to this. If the Rays lose, she looked at me and I said, I go to bed early every night. Next <laughs> That's <week>. right. <laughs> I don't have to stay up till midnight. <laughs> and that just, I'll take the trade off. It's great. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, guys, for me, uh, I'm out tomorrow morning. I got, to get in the car and drive to Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, where I'm doing an event for the Knoxville um, Real Estate Elite, uh, an event in a theater, Bill. So we're going to be spatially distanced. I'll be up on this up on the stage. I'll be protecting myself to to get in. Uh, Are you behind a plexiglass screen? <laughs> exactly. Yes. I'll okay, be. Good, I'll good. be uh, doing shadow puppets of my yes. Nice. Um, and uh, then I go to Asheville, North Carolina, to stay on Wednesday night into Pinehurst on Thursday. Um, but I gotta, I gotta just recap, um, little thing we talked about at the beginning, but, but tonight's listing presentation a referral from a former client of mine who I've now worked with three times, uh, you know, first house, second house, and then I just sold her, her house, uh, where, when she got remarried, um, she referred me to, to her oldest daughter and her, her son-in-law, um, two small girls, nine year old and four year old, uh, five year old. Mm. And um, so I reached out to Donna, my, my former client, and said, like, hey, tell me about the girls. And um, she gave me a little heads up on their likes and dislikes. So I, I stopped by <laughs> a store, and when I got to the house, uh, the girls came down to meet me, uh, you know, excited about some salesman coming to the house, whatever. And uh, when I asked the parents, I said, is it okay if I give them a little gift? And I pulled out some coloring books for the little girl and some puzzle books for the older girl in a, in a, in a novel. And they were like, you're the best realtor that's ever been to our house to visit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it's like the little things like that, Mal, they're just like the little touches, like using someone's name that I just, I, I, I sit there and I, I talk to my audiences about it. And I, I, but when you actually do it, you know, when you, when you do what you say uh, and it works and it's just like, it's just so little, it's just the little things of knowing your shit, but, but being a good person. And so that, that just fires me up. Bill. Just- just to prove to the audience, you didn't know I was going to ask you this. What's the name of the woman who runs our Airbnb in Pinehurst? Uh, it, oh, man. Uh, oh, no. Nadia, Nadia maybe? <laughs> give, me, give me a minute. Yeah. I thought it was Monica, but Marilyn? It could be Monica. Yeah, but but I'll, I will have talked to her twice before I see her on Thursday. So, I know. Yeah. I know. Does so, she know you're picking up the keys? Does she know you're checking in for us? Uh, she will. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm going to, I, I actually, she's on my to-do list of tonight just to say, Hey, we, we're all packed and ready to go and I'll uh, see you Thursday. So um, nice. super, super excited to, to, you know, get down there and, and see her um, and or not, not see her, but, but enjoy her place um, and, you know, and go from there. But 
Guys, it's been fun on behalf of Mal, on behalf of Todd, on behalf of Bill. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.